Hey, what's going on? Welcome to The Doug Show. My name is Doug Cunnington, and in this episode, I talked to Marcus. It's kind of funny. I actually tried to record this two other times, and one time I messed up, and the other time, I think I forgot to press record. So, kind of kind of a basic mistake that I made there. So, third time is a charm. Hopefully, I'll do a better job, too, since I got two practice rounds in. So, Marcus has been on the show before. In fact, I think it was about a year ago, he hit $1,000 per month, a little over 1000 and we were sharing the success story. This is like an anti-success story. I don't want to say non-success. This is just a thing that happens sometimes. So Marcus got hit by an algorithm update, I think in January of 2020, roughly that time frame. He lays it all out for us in the interview, but basically his site got hit and it has been on a decline throughout the year. It's kind of a bummer, but this is a realistic story. This sort of thing does happen. Most SEOs have some story where maybe they got a a site penalized. Maybe they just got hit by an algorithm update. Maybe something shifted, right? Something just shifted and they have to change their business model. But This is the reality in running your own business, even if it's just a side project. Sometimes things that are out of your control change and you have to roll with it, you have to adapt, you have to keep going or quit or, you know, pick a pick a lane and stick in it. So we're gonna talk about it today. Let me know if you do like these kind of stories. Again, these are realistic and not everyone gets hit. Sometimes people pick a niche that doesn't get impacted as often. Other times people, maybe they do things a little differently. So they're a little, a little more, uh, like, uh, their site has more risk. So sometimes they do get hit more often. Anyway, Marcus did have some other things that are a bit of a different priority, a higher priority. So I think that comes into play as well. Marcus is starting up or has started up a new site. So he's still, you know, he's still in the game. He's learning from his mistakes and he's moving forward. He is also asking and requesting you, listener, to check out his Google form because he is in a mastermind group. They are looking for one to two more members and you can fill out kind of an application. You know, they just want to get to know you and hear about you and, and learn about what your goals are. Make sure you're a good match. So you could fill it out and and see if maybe you could join the group. So I think there's some other people that you probably know in the group. Honestly, I'm not 100% sure who is in the group. But anyway, it's worth checking out. And I'm a big proponent of mastermind groups for the accountability and the knowledge that you can bring together. Everyone has different skills, people that are motivated enough and ambitious enough to want to be in a mastermind group, usually they have some cool things to share. So I highly recommend it, and it's worth having a look at the uh, Google form that Marcus sent out for us. So thanks to Marcus for taking the time. I'm not gonna repeat myself. Let's get to the interview. Marcus, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, and it's, it's, it's nice to be back. I got bigger 
headphones since last time. <laughs> yeah. If anyone <laughs> compare it. You look good. You look good. So what's been going on? It's been a little while. I think like maybe a year or more since we heard from you. So um, what's new in your life before we get into the core update of like your sort of uh, your site and what's been going on? It's uh, It's been a great year for me. So the last interview we had, I just returned to my home country, which is Denmark. I returned from China. Funny enough, it was just before, I don't know if you want to say this thing that's going on. It's, sure. it's fine. Okay. So the, the pandemic, of course, the corona pandemic, I just got back just before that, which was a coincidence. So there's no connection there. And uh, I got a new apartment and a new job and I've been settling in now and everything is great. So very cool. So you started like practicing law and, and that's keeping you busy, I bet. Yes, it's very busy. So I work in a big law firm and uh, I'm working on this big case, which is, uh, which is huge, really, really, really big. So that's cool. Congrats. Um, li- living the dream, you know, living the dream there. <laughs> yes. So last time you were on, I think you had just hit about a thousand dollars per month, roughly, and things, things have shifted. So kind of give us a little update where you are right now. And then we're going to walk through, you know, all the details that, you know, along the way. Okay. Yeah. So last time, which was probably in January, yeah, if I remember correctly. So that was a, that was a great month. I had October, December, I was making for October a little bit less than a thousand dollars and uh, December more than a thousand dollars. So I was very happy about that because that was the, the first time my site was making what I would call real money. <laughs> Before that, it, I never got above 500 per month. But then in January, it, it quickly went downhill from there. And of course, there was an element of, I think, uh, the retail season sort of uh, normalizing the traffic, but there was also an algorithm update in January and uh, it, it destroyed my traffic. So it just went downhill from there. And right now, I think my site is only making about $100 per, per month. So, okay. And do you remember just how you felt when you saw the traffic was a fraction of what it was probably just days or weeks before it didn't feel nice of course but uh, <laughs> i know i know these things are volatile so it's not like uh, you know actually I, I was not that sad as as you might think but what it did eventually lead to is i finally decided that i had to i had to try something else i had to try another niche i had to try another site which it, it took me a while to come to that decision. Uh, but I think it was a, maybe May or June, I started researching other niches. And um, I have a site that's about four, four months old now, which I've been working on. And I just let my old, old site, um, you know, yeah. I, ha- I haven't touched it, basically. I haven't touched it. There's no motivation to touch it. Got it. Um, so. Okay. And, it's, and, it's doing a thing and bringing about $100 per month, mostly through ads okay. and a little bit of Amazon and a little bit of other uh, affiliate uh, 
programs. And do you remember like how much traffic were you getting, say, sort of at the height in December, January timeframe? And then what did it, what is it now if you happen to yeah. uh, be able to estimate? I think it was around between 15 and 20,000 views per month or visitors per month. And, uh, and now it's, I think it's two or 3,000, something like that. So how, how does that make roughly like 20 to 20% or something like that? Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. And then when, when did you get your job and start working full time? In February. Okay. So from then on, I didn't, of course, I didn't have that much time, but I, you can always find some time. I think the lesson, if, I, if someone uh, should learn from, from what I have learned, I, I also heard other people talk about that. You really have to uh, manage your time well, and you have to break down all your tasks in small small bits that, that sort of feel can feel like a forty five minutes time slot, which is maybe sometimes that's all you have on one day. Right. So that's that's how I, I've managed. Okay. And I'm kind of, you know, I'm putting the whole context together. You, you know, you got back from China, you got a job and you're busy, right? So I could see like the priorities are going to be much different from, you know, if you, let's say you're, you were me and you were doing this full time for a few years, you know, I probably would have had the time and placed it at a priority where I got obsessed with like either figuring out what went wrong or shifting or pivoting or something like that. But you were starting a new job, which would take pretty much all your time. Obviously being a lawyer is demanding and time consuming. And there's a lot of, um, you know, not necessarily politics, but you have uh, like corporate stuff that you need to do, whether someone describes it as politics or not, but there's a lot of stuff involved. So is, is that, am I overestimating the importance of that or? No. Okay. So, so you got to, but job. it's also very stimulating. Yeah. yeah. It's very stimulating. It's fun. It, it, part of the story is that uh, I've been doing a lot of other stuff when I was in China and actually getting back to other people who have the same educational background as me and are, I don't know, have some similar ambition, uh, level of ambition like me. It's, it's, it's fun. So yeah, that's cool. So an algorithm update came around. Did you do much investigating? Do you have any idea like where you went wrong along the way or yeah, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. So do you, do you know what was going on? Yeah, there was an algorithm update in, in January, February, and uh, I just saw it as it, it took, I mean, the, the traffic was just declining month over month. So like for three, four months, traffic was declining until it reached a level. And I, I of course, I tried to publish new content, uh, a lot of KDR, and I tried to build more links and uh, I added internal links. I tried to figure out if there's some uh, some technical SEO stuff uh, was was I don't know, possibly creating problems, and uh, I made sure my site was very fast, and just nothing helped. Right. <laughs> nothing helped. And my my theory is just uh, probably I, the site needed a lot more links, a lot more uh, domain authority, or what you would call it. Okay. 
And did you do much uh, link building over the couple years? How old was the site, by the way? Or how old is the it's, site right now? It's, I, I guess it's more than three years old now. At least for six months of that site, I did a lot of weird stuff. You know, all the, for, for, I mean, first of all, I used the site because I was trying to do some uh, email marketing back then. So there was, I just had this idea that I could look more um, authentic if I also have a website when doing email marketing. And uh, later I wanted to, to like, I wanted to try building a niche, niche site instead. And um, I also did a lot of wrong things, did a lot of bad keyword research and uh, went for all the, all the very competitive stuff. When I say three years old, they at least had one year, I think. Or maybe it's, maybe the site is actually more like three and a half years old. I, I'm not so sure yet. Okay. But possibly a long period. I just messed around. Got it. So, so how much content was on the site too? Do you happen to remember? 150-ish posts. Okay. Got it. Okay. So you ended up working probably, sounds like a year, year and a half on the site. Pretty. F- I think I did two, two years. Okay. Probably two years. Working. Got it. And then just in general, is that a fairly competitive niche where like more and more people were probably joining uh, the, the ranks like us and trying to build sites. So there's like new competitors and established ones all the time. Yes. It's one of those niches where other, uh, maybe, maybe not you, maybe, maybe not you, uh, but other of your, competitors or other your colleagues or whatever you would call them mm-hmm. they usually tell new people to stay away from this and so it's one of those <laughs> okay and how, how did you th- there are several of those by the way how did you get traction and actually get your site up to making a thousand bucks a month in a pretty competitive area i think i managed to snipe out some some really uh, good KTR. Uh, I mean, I think that's what I did, and it worked. Got it. But I think it was also very hard as the algorithm updates, they change things, and all sometimes the big sites were ranking higher than me, and three months later they were ranking ranking below me, and yeah, it was it was just a tough tough place to be. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, and I know for I mean even you know, niche site project, other sites, you get an update and then you, you lose some traffic. Next one comes around, goes up higher than before or vice versa. So it's quite volatile, especially in competitive areas. And, you know, one of the cool things, which sort of implicitly in your answer before you said, oh, you know, I got a couple like KGR terms and I mean, you actually don't need a huge amount of traffic. If you have the right terms, you don't have to rank number one for a whole bunch of terms, but you just need a couple and you actually can make good money. I know some of some of the big sites that I've had as far as uh, amount of money that you can earn, they only ranked um, like number one for like one big term and it was you know, tens of thousands of dollars per month. It's pretty amazing. So is that is that accurate? Did you did you find that like you just needed one or two keywords to hit for you? Yeah, I think I had five or six good 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 KGRs. Okay. Um, 
the, the money, some money posts. Yeah. All right. With some just best blah, blah, blah for, for a while or whatever. And, um, some of the uh, X product versus Y product. Okay. Pretty, them. pretty classic kind of keywords yeah. for buyer keywords. So as far as the, um, the link building that you did, anything that worked really well or that didn't work well, or did you not spend too much time on it? It was all, it was all guest post in the beginning, which was a lot of work. Uh, I think it's even harder in the niche I was in. And, um, I mean, compared to other, I mean, everything is of course relative, but, and later I, I got a hold of some, I don't know what to call them, like in networks, basically someone telling you, you can buy my link uh, on this huge list of sites. And uh, I looked through, through uh, such lists and usually I would find a few that I thought, yeah, you know what, this site looks okay. And then I would buy a link on, on those. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I definitely a lot of spammy sites on, yeah. on, on these links as well. On the yeah. side, uh, sorry, lists. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So let's shift a little bit, or actually before we shift, is there anything else like from growing the site to the decline before we sort of shift over to some other topics here? Any Anything interesting that I didn't ask or kind of missed? I think one one kind of uh, big topic has been in my head and it's been, I mean, this was kind of like the last drop is thinking about, should I start a new site? Because this, I think it was the third time I seriously considered it and I finally decided to do it. And every time was after an algorithm update. So I could, so from the last two times where I decided to, to stick with my site, I actually did manage to, you know, get it back and running, you know, getting, getting my traffic back. So it's, so I don't know. So it's, it's doable, I think, but you never know when you can get the traffic back. And you don't know if it's going to work, you know, it's a classic. I think at some, I mean, it should work. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you can just say, yeah, you don't know. What's going on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. you don't, at that. you don't feel like it's going to work. You're unsure, but kind of what you're getting at, I think is if you keep, if you keep publishing good content, if you keep moving forward, like technically if Google is or whatever other search engines you're targeting, right. Things could change in the future. You should get some traffic if you're putting out information that people are searching for and it's high quality and it matches up with the searcher intent. Like it should work out. That's really what you're, I mean, getting at, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I did it twice. So, but this time I thought, you know what? I have to try something else. Yeah. And I think at some point you also get kind of bored with the same site. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've that, that is, you have, uh, you have some affliction. of the sites you got bored of. Yeah. Many of them. And I think what, one thing that happens is, I mean, I like the process overall, but I think like over time, like the excitement of doing the same process over and over again does get boring. So now it's sort of like, you know, I realized I needed to focus on certain sites that were doing really well and I put more time into those and then I neglected others knowing that I could always come back 
And I've gotten really good at ignoring those other sites. And like you said, things get a little bit boring. So I, I have just gotten bored with doing some of the same stuff over and over again, which is why, you know, I find a lot of, uh, new things to cover. And I have a lot of interest in podcast and YouTube because it's completely different and there's different factors, different variables. I'm still talking about a lot of the same stuff. And because I still have sites, I can, you know, talk about those. So it all, it all works together, but yeah, at some point it's just like, okay, this is boring. Like write more content, find more keywords. Like it's, it's basically the same kind of stuff over and over again. So yeah. Yeah. And I think, well, how did you arrive at starting a new site? You were just like, okay, I got burned. This is the third time I got burned on this one site. Maybe I can do something different than I'm interested in um, now. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. And also the idea of being able to take all the knowledge I had from working on this site and just putting that into something new, which is going to be better from the beginning. So what were some of the things that you did right off the bat where you're like, okay, this, this is a better start than the last time. I, well, yeah, that's a good question. I was not prepared for that. Um, we'll come back to it. We'll so, come back to no, it. If you want. I mean, from, from, there are a, lot, a few points, but basically targeting the low competition keywords from the beginning. Of course, that's one, one part. And I actually went even uh, further. So there's this other cool Danish guy. You had him on. Uh, his name is Morten Storko or Skolko or something like that. Storgard. And, yes. and okay, you, of course, you with the English accent, Storgard. It sounds more cool, to be honest. But, and he talks about just getting these, uh, get some posts out on something that there is literally no one else covering. So... I did a few of those and some KGR and the site is four months old, four months old, sorry. And uh, I'm already seeing a few visitors per, per, per day. So I think that's a good sign. Awesome. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's one of the, I, I've watched. Yeah. I, Morton's been on the show. So people could check out some of this stuff and he has a great YouTube channel. He mentions that as part of his keyword research where he's really aiming not just for like low competition, but to be the only piece of content on a certain thing, which is pretty tough. But if you keep digging and digging, you may be able to find some obscure corner in a small niche that you're able to, to find. How hard was it to find some of those keywords? Was it pretty tough? No, I don't think it was. Maybe I was lucky, but uh, I, and I think they're good for new sites, which I believe is the, the purpose, right? I, I haven't seen that many of his videos. So maybe I don't want to put his, like my own words in his mouth, but I think the purpose is for complete new sites. So I am ranking number one for, uh, should be two, maybe three now. And that's great, but the traffic is very, very little, right? So, so you need a lot of them if you, and of course the KGRs and uh, they, they get you a lot more traffic. So, yeah. And I guess, you know, those two things working together help you go after like uh, a wide range of 
low competition keywords, even though they're all going to be like pretty low volume, the ones where like no one has written anything, like those are pretty obscure. Those are going to be pretty long terms, I bet. So, and how much traffic do you get on the, like in the couple posts where you're ranking really high? Just in in total somewhere like two, three per day. So that's what what you get from ranking number one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you need you need a lot of those. You need a lot of those. So, okay. So we'll probably come back a bit to the the new site, but I want to shift to mastermind groups and like talking to people who are working on the same kind of stuff as you. We highlighted that when you were on before, and I'm just curious. Like, have you always been someone who wanted to like form groups and uh, whether it's like study groups or whatever, but have you been drawn to groups like that? No, that has to be the opposite, to be honest. <laughs> I always be like, let someone else do that. <laughs> I'm definitely not going to waste my time trying to organize something. So um, what, yeah, so how did you shift over? I was forced to buy my old boss. And uh, it, was, it was actually a really great experience. It was a lot of fun, more fun than I thought. Of course, also a lot of work, but... It turns out sometimes work can be fun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after that experience, I thought I'm going to try to do something similar. And uh, this mastermind group was, was, an, was an option. Yeah. Okay, cool. And with the mastermind group that you're in right now, you're actually looking for a new member. So we'll I'll share the material and information that people need to know in the show notes and description. But keeping everything, you know, confidential, there's a lot of trust in a mastermind group, but like, what do you guys talk about? How does it, how is it structured and what, what are you getting out of it? What, what is the group getting out of it? Yeah. So actually just a correction, actually we're looking for, I put it in the, uh, I have, there's a link that you can click on and you can go to a Google forms and you can get some more information and fill it out and maybe I'll contact you. But anyway, we're actually looking for one to two persons. So depending on who is applying. All right. <laughs> yeah. So what do we get out of it? Uh, in the beginning, I had a agenda with like a long laundry list of stuff. We have to do this, 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 which was, I think, helpful to get it off from the beginning. But uh, it's, it's more, it can be so much better if it's, it's more casual. Uh, but if, I mean, you... You have to avoid it turning into something uh, more like a, I don't know if this, this is English, even an English word, but a, like a coffee club where you just sit and chill and drink coffee. And so we don't do that. So we do actually talk about stuff that's relevant for having success with your niche sites. So we talk about, um, well, I think we let each other explain what we are working on and uh, what we have done and what kind of problems we have uh, we have encountered and how we might want to figure out how to solve it. And then other people can give some suggestions. We share some knowledge and yeah, I think that sums it up. Cool. It's fun. Yeah. As far as, you know, talking to people that understand what you're working on and some of the challenges, how has the group helped you address that? Because probably right in your, in your, professional job if you start talking about seo 
people are not going to be interested and they won't really know what you're talking about. So how has that helped you? Yeah, it, it, it does help you a lot. It just feels like suddenly you can actually talk with someone about this uh, who is not someone you're writing to because talking and being face-to-face, it, it's not the same as writing. For sure yeah. it's not. And yeah, I do have no one in the in my circle of friends who know what I'm doing. Um, I remember once when my, my friend checked out my previous interview and you put that, that my, my site was, uh, could be evaluated $30,000 and he was, what the hell, you have a site that's worth so much money? And I told him, yeah, it could be. I don't, I'm not gonna sell it. <laughs> I should, maybe I should have sold it, by the way. <laughs> Timing. Yeah. They have no idea what I'm doing, basically. Right, right. Yep. And I, you know, I've run into that too with, you know, family members or even friends that I worked with when I had my corporate gig, uh, especially with the stupid headlines that I put out sometimes where, I mean, most of the time it's like interviewing someone else now. But yeah, if someone starts digging in, they would think, like, what? what are you even doing? Like, I used to work in the cube (laughs) next to some, you know, just, my friends, you know, just my friends over there. All right. When you're in the mastermind group, like what, what's the agenda like these days now that it's, um, you sort of run through your tighter agenda, uh, the laundry list. So what, what does a meeting typically look at look like now? I think we, we got to know each other at a, uh, at such a level that I remember what they said last time and the last time and the last time, <laughs> like now, actually now we have our set, we used to have sessions twice a month. Now we only do them, uh, once a month. I think, uh, I think that works well for us at least right now, but I can just ask him, uh, ask the other guy, oh, what about you did this and that and this and that and how did that go and what did you learn? So we we don't use an agenda anymore. So. Cool. How many people are in the group right now? We are only three. So that's three. why we're looking for. We used to be four, but one guy, he quit because he uh, it made a lot of sense for him and uh, I think it was fine for him to I mean, use his time differently. And uh, he was doing something else, which made no sense for him to meet with us anymore. So Right. And we, we talked off air and just to add a little more, it's like the person's working on a different kind of business model. So it's like you guys are working on different problems and, you know, you, you have a network. Your network is expanding, but, you know, you're not he's he's not meeting with you guys anymore. OK, got it. And what what are you looking for? I know people get to check out the questionnaire, but yeah, what kind of a person just in general? Just, uh, I guess, I guess you have to be a little bit ambitious, right? So maybe I don't need to, uh, to, to say that, but people who want to get something done. Yeah. And, cool. uh, think they can learn something from hearing what other people have to say and think they can also bring value to other people by sharing some of their own stuff. One cool thing I see with the groups that I've been in and just, you know, talking to other people is people, you know, everyone has a different skill set, right? You, you know, law stuff. I would know project management stuff, maybe very minor technical things. And I've had people that 
you know, they, maybe they were a developer. So everyone brings a little different skill set and it's kind of cool to see how people approach problems completely differently. So when you come in and you're like, I've been struggling with this, I don't know what to do. Maybe someone in the group could just tell you, oh, here's, here's what you need to do. It's actually pretty straightforward. So that's, that's the cool part. And, and I, I take it, it doesn't matter the skills that the person has. You want someone just who's ambitious and they want to like grow in, uh, you know, working online. Yeah. Right on. Okay. So let's, let's shift back to your newer site. And I'm curious about where it is right now, as far as the amount of content you mentioned, you've been working on it for months. So what have you done with it so far? And you, you know, you're getting a little traffic. So where is it right now? It's at a stage where I have, I have like is it 17 or 18 posts, something like that. And uh, I have one writer writing a little bit for me. And um, I've, I've written yeah, maybe 10, 15 posts myself. I think that is, uh, it's been fun because it forced me to learn something about this niche, which I knew very little about before. Um, but I was uh, curious about it. This is like a, a side on a specific hobby, which can also be like a, a profession, I guess you can call it like that. And I think that that is a it's a good topic to make an each side about. Yeah. And when I was doing my uh, my research, I had maybe five, no, no, less, maybe three or four good good uh, niches and then this just stood out thinking oh i always thought about doing this and then that's why i picked it and uh, yeah i have a lot of work still to do becoming better and <laughs> better with this thing and being able to share some of my own experiencing and doing the, the thing yeah um, but i think i can at least teach beginners something and I think that's a good spot to be at on your side because uh, as I mean, basically there are a lot of people who are searching for stuff as a beginner. So uh, usually you can get more traffic like that. So it's actually a good for any, any niches. If you want to create it and, and you consider yourself as a little bit higher level than a beginner, I think you're in a perfect spot to, to write something useful for other people. Yeah, most people are beginners at like anything or they're not even familiar with whatever it is that they're researching. So, yeah, there's always a bigger audience on that side of the spectrum there. So in, I don't know, say six months or a year, how much content do you want to have on the site? So six months from now or what? Yeah. Yeah. That should be, I think, I, I hope I could get to 50 posts, but that would also be, uh, I would use a lot of time building links when I'm at, a, at that, that spot. So I actually, I bought your, uh, your hero course, which I only watched the first video of. <laughs> so uh, maybe, maybe sometime early next year, I'm gonna go through it and uh, I plan to get some links from hero for sure, yeah. Cool. Yeah. And I was going to say unit, it gets better. All right. So there's, <laughs> there's four units and the second unit kind of goes through the mechanics. The third unit 
shows you how to outsource it. And there's even like an over the shoulder, how you could hire someone or I post the job listing on Upwork. So you can see like exactly what you would do. And then the fourth unit is pretty cool. That's where you essentially, you become the reporter and you're soliciting responses from people. It's kind of a cool way to flip it upside down and you end up being able to build links and you could get sort of roundup content very quickly. So I won't go into too many details. People get the main idea of what's going on, but I can tell you that if you just tried to do it, it becomes overwhelming really quick. So part of unit four is really just managing all the information you're going to get. So anyway, it's a good course. Thanks for buying it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm looking for it. So I can't say anything about it. I like the enthusiasm there. You're like, I'm going to buy this course and I'll get to it. But yeah, I'll continue adding to it as, you know, I've refined certain areas or anything like that. So anyway, so you were thinking, hey, 50 posts in about six months. Okay. What about a year from now? Any Anything bigger? Or you, do, you, do you plan that far out? Or are you just thinking, hey, I'm going to keep moving forward with this at a sort of slow pace, maybe where you look six weeks ahead versus six months or 18 months? No, I haven't planned. I only had, I had a plan from, from when I created the site until six months ahead. So I haven't made any, which is just basic content plan. So I know which, which keywords I'm going to target. And um, yeah, I try to put in some kind of prioritized order and put some testing in there as well. Try to have some similar keywords. I'm not going to, try all of them i'm gonna try maybe one and see if it works and then sort of you know there's a lot of planning <laughs> into yeah. the concept plan yeah very good all right any, any other big plans with the site that i didn't ask about so you're gonna get some content out you're gonna do some testing you will be doing some link building any anything else yeah i've been uh, because i'm using this theme uh, which you also recommended. I, 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 I bought it. It's called the Focus Dude or it's a DIY themes and they have like a skin called Focus. So, um, which is, you, you, you basically buy it together. So it's mm -hmm. not like you have to buy two separate things. But anyway, so I bought it because I wanted a fast site and that was back when I was trying to, on my old side, try to fix it and it definitely became much faster. So, I'm still using it because you kind of get get hooked into this way that the, the creator uh, he he made like a whole system or framework or whatever he would call it. And so I'm gonna try to see some other successful sites. I found a few of them, and they post their links on his forum, and then I've got some inspiration. So I need to do a big overhaul on mm -hmm. my site at some point because I used zero time <laughs> design. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the good part, I'm glad you got it. And I hear from people, you know, like yourself who took my recommendation and like, if you buy into what Chris Pearson, the creator is trying to do, which is like, just put the content out front and kind of get rid of distractions. Like it's really easy to just stick with that. And then when you go to other sites and you see how, disjointed uh, and basically no framework. There's just like content threw up all over the, the page. 
uh, like it doesn't make sense to design things in a different way. So I take it, it and you want to keep using it. So you've bought in. And the great part is it doesn't, there, there are some options, but there are far fewer options. So it's just simpler. Like once you have your site set up, there's very little to change. It's very agnostic as far as like other things that you can or can't use. It's a good framework to build on in a lot of WordPress developers use it because it's so versatile and it's a way that you could, like I said, it's a framework to build upon, or you could just use a sort of plain vanilla version, which is I use it on a niche site project plus my other sites. And if you go to DIY themes, you can see it's looks very similar to, you know, niche site project. Cause I was basically trying to copy Chris. <laughs> yeah. So Which I, I'm also trying to copy him. Yeah. I don't know the guy. <laughs> yeah. It's just simple. It's straightforward. It turns out he went to the same, uh, college I did like roughly at the same time. It's weird. Huh? <laughs> Very strange. So, okay. Just rambling on here. Any, anything else, Marcus? Nope. I think I, I got it covered. I took a few notes up here. Uh, yeah, I have another screen. So no, <laughs> no, I, I think it's all covered. Awesome. And other than I would say that uh, you should click the link and then you fill out the form if you're interested in joining, uh, my mastermind is it's really not my mastermind at all. So I'm just organizing the group. So <laughs> we are that's, free people and it's our mastermind. <laughs> that's cool. Well, yep, I'll give another plug. Check out the Google uh, link that we have here, like the Google form. There's a little questionnaire you could fill out. There's more information. I know from the masterminds that I have been in, most of the time I was sort of the hub or someone who pulled it together. So if for some reason, you know, Marcus is, uh, the group that Marcus is in is not the right match for you for whatever reason, like try to pull together your own group. If you are the person that's scheduling the meetings and sort of pulling everyone together and like asking people to join, turns out you can get people that are way better than you to be in your group. That's what I did early on because I, I hadn't done anything and I was good at organizing meetings and running an agenda, uh, that sort of thing. So I pulled in people that were better than me and I actually learned a lot more probably from them than they did from me. But people don't want to try to organize and schedule the meetings and stuff. So like I said, check out, check out the questionnaire. If it's not a match for some reason, pull together your own group. You only need one other person to have a group really. So all right, Marcus, thanks a lot. Have a good uh, afternoon over there. Good evening. And um, yeah, we'll get an update from you before too long. Okay. <laughs> thanks, bye. Thanks to Marcus for sharing a story. Do let me know if you dig these kind of episodes. Feedback at Doug.show. I think it's important to let people know, hey, Everything is not uh, like easy. Everything doesn't always work out. Sometimes you have to adapt. And that's what Marcus is doing. I've mentioned it multiple times. I've had issues with my link building methodology as time has gone on. I used to do private blog networks back when I first started in 2013 and 2014. And now I don't do that. Other people still do, but I realized that the way I want to run my business is a little different. And I didn't want to deal with that risk. It doesn't mean that 
There's not risk by not using a PBN, but there's less risk. So, and you run into this in many different areas. Sometimes people want to go after, say, a very huge competitive niche, and it may take longer for them to reach success. And since it's more competitive, there's a risk factor that is around more people trying to get where you're at because it's more competitive and more profitable. Doesn't mean it's a bad niche. It just means, you know, you got a target on your on your chest and on your back there, just like everyone else who's doing well and making a lot of money in that niche. So you got to keep that kind of stuff in mind. There's also, I mean, there's a number of risks all over the place, but a lot of times the higher the risk, the, the bigger the reward. Not always, but a lot of times those line up. So if you can send me an email, feedback at doug.show, if you dig these kind of episodes, or if you have a question, those make wonderful segments, sometimes a full show if it's meaty enough. Thanks for listening to this episode. And uh, you know what? I'm going to get out of here for now. Have a good one. We'll catch you on the next episode. 